The Smile High Morning Show with Danny Williams. Weekday mornings at 9. Gypsy Queen's crowning. A Rosarena rocks the Red Sox. And Russell Wilson's gnarly digit. All on a Steel Town Blues. Nothing to lose. Football Friday edition of the program. Oh my goodness gracious. Who do you think you are? I am. That's right. Everybody's looking forward to the weekend party and party and yeah. Yeah. Looking forward to the weekend. Let's get it, Jake. Are you kidding me? Huge weekend. Turning point weekend of the NFL season for the Denver Broncos. Make or break weekend. Do or die weekend. Whatever you want to call it. It's going down. I'm at the mall. Meet me at the club. It's going, it's going down. down. Meet me at the mall. It's going down. <sighs> the Steelers. I got to say, I want to start off with paying respect to the Steelers. Okay? Okay. As a franchise and as an organization. Okay. okay, we're going to do a eulogy or something. No, no, no. Um, just saying that if the Steelers went out and beat the Broncos this weekend, nobody would be shocked. Not a person on planet Earth. Okay, so let's take that away. Let's not act like the Broncos probably should be beating these Steelers. I'd say not. I'd say gut check time. I'd say no matter what these Steelers have been up to this point in the season, and the same goes for the Broncos. These two teams are equal. One of their destinies is going in another in one direction and the other is going, you know, into a complete different direction. If the Broncos lose this game, uh, they'll be a 500 team in a couple of weeks. By the time they get to the Browns, their playoff aspirations will be over. Okay. Or... Or the Broncos can win a dramatic game in a building that they've barely, that most people, you know, never win in because that team is so dynamic for the 100 years of football. Um, probably the greatest franchise in the history of the National Football League. Tell me. They're wounded. Okay, that's a wounded animal. They still got some bite left. I wouldn't go, you know, it's like, uh, you know, I wouldn't go poking that raccoon who looks half dead. Go poke him. Jake, go poke him. See what happens. Hey, ouch. Yes, rabies. Exactly. The Steelers aren't done yet. Uh, they won 11 games last year. 
Yeah. No more. Uh, they went eleven and zero. They were eleven and zero. They were eleven and zero at one point, but then they lost three straight. Lost the last game of the season. That's still only. So I think they won like twelve games I last year. I think they were twelve and four. So they were twelve and four last year. They're one and three right now. Feels like the Steelers should probably win this game, and the Broncos should probably lose this game. Okay, let's be honest with ourselves. Hey, however, this could be the turning point in both of these franchises' kind of, you know, destinies here. As the Broncos come back to respectability, a 4-1 and one record, an impressive win, finally a real impressive win. We go back and look at the uh, Ravens' loss, you know, take it for what it was and what happened within that game. Uh, and the Steelers, 1-4. and four. I mean, they will be considering, I think, benching Ben Roethlisberger and seeing exactly what they have in Dwayne Haskins and in um, Mason Rudolph, almost a Plumley. And like that's that's the direction they would have to go because you're losing with Big Ben now. You're losing every game with Big Ben now. So, you know, what would that mean for the Steelers? Probably they draft a quarterback very high in the draft next year. Maybe they're in the Russell Wilson, um, you know, exodus um, out of, you know, Seattle. Russell Wilson in Pittsburgh. Oh, oh right. That would be interesting. Oh, dude, come on. Just come up with that. Um, but would Russell Wilson want to really go there? Why I would mean, he not want to go there, bro? You know, going from, you know, one kind of, you know, in the corner of the country to the other corner of the country. Pittsburgh's not that big. I, I think know he's that, about legacy. Know, him and Sierra, they want to go to a bigger spot. Automatic, stomatic, nest Let me see you one, two step. She only got one hit. But it's a banger. She got one. Um, now she's hosting the Macy's Day Parade. <laughs> Russell Wilson made Sierra's career, helped make Sierra's career what it is today. Out of business. Well, anyways, um, okay. What else? Within that Broncos Steelers matchup, you know, this like you said, it could be a turning point for both squads, and the Steelers really need this win. Uh, their backs against the wall, uh, fighting That's for the everything. That's the scariest part is that urgency, that desperation, bro. That shizzle so powerful. Everybody else in that division powerful. is three and one. Steelers sitting at the at the bottom of the barrel at one and three, and if they don't win this game. Their season is over. over. Let me see the last time here the Steelers were one and four. The last time the Steelers were one. Let's see how good Google really is. Okay. No, none of this is helping. I guess we'll never know. It's probably been oh, decades. No, no, they lost. They didn't. They uh, were one and four a couple years ago with Mason Rudolph. Oh, okay, that, that makes sense. Of me. But what about before that? I swear, before that's probably while been. Big Ben has was playing. You know, outside of injuries, 
the last time the Steelers were one and four is probably, you know, before before Big Ben. No doubt about it. I mean, he came in and won a Super Bowl as a rookie, right? Or the second year? Um, second year, I think. Um, yeah. His rookie year, he he had like 13 wins or something like that. Yeah, that's right. You're right. You're right. Good one, Jake. Look at you. A little whippersnapper. I didn't think you had that in you. Thought you were watching Blues Clues back then with that kind of stuff. That's all I hurt. was. That's where all mad that the Blues Clues guy quit the show. I get the NFL. <laughs> okay. Let's set up a break here. We have a lot to talk about. The NFL weekend as a whole, the Broncos and the Steelers, which we've done quite a bit of, but now it's like, this time it counts. Uh, it's baseball, Ray, you know? Aruza Renya crowded the plate so close the strike zone practically disappeared. Pitchers hate that. Russell Wilson's finger. That's the same injury I had on my finger here. It's a tendon injury. They're calling it a badly something. It's I mean, like he was trying to push it back in. It wasn't. You can't fix that. That's not fixable. Gross. He's going to try to play on it taped and do some stuff. Who, who, I mean, who, it's the next couple of weeks are going to be really, really tough for, for them. And that's an injury that almost never kind of heals right unless you really, really take care of it right, which takes months. And it didn't hurt. It just doesn't hurt. The injury doesn't hurt at all. It looks like the worst jam finger ever. It looks like the most painful injury. Maybe I just don't feel pain. Maybe like a, know, I'm like different than, you know, like a regular man type of stuff. But Russell Wilson is, you know, again, there's a reason why he couldn't come back into that game. It's because he couldn't, like everything, like when I hold my coffee like this, when I held my coffee, it was like, I had to keep looking at it like, what's on me? What is this? Why does this feel weird? It's because my finger was all deformed. And still, it's kind of a little bit, barely a little gata. I'm deformed now, Jake. I'll never be the same. My modeling days are over. My hand modeling days are over. Turn it up. What is this? T-Pain. Yes. T-Pain, huh? Damn. It even sounds old. <laughs> you know what I mean? The quality of it. What year is this? Oh, psh. Says 2008. Damn. Might as well be the 50s. To you, right? Might as well be. 2008, you were on top of the game back then? Or were you a little... You know, t little 10-year-old me? Yeah. Okay. Little tenderonies on the playground? You already know. Chasing. Chasing the girls. What it do, babies? You're uh, Danny Williams. What it do, baby? Yeah. Jake Meyer. I'm at Tweets Danny on Twitter. Jake's Jake Meyer Radio on Twitter as well. 303-831-1340, the hotline and the Go Fast Energy Drink text line. Get your predictions in. Got this Hooters prize pack. So much Hooters stuff. I don't know what to do with it. Got Hooters everywhere around here. Uh, Got to give some of this stuff away. So get in with your predictions. Uh, Hooters calendars in next week. We're going to give some of those away too. They're badass. They are badass. Danny Williams and Jake Meyer, 98.1 FM. It's a Smile High morning show on Mile High Sports. I saw the fire in your eyes. I saw the fire when I look into Jake's eyes. You Sorry. can tell me things you want to try. We're back in. It's a Football Friday edition of the program. We're here. We waited all week for it, Jake. We made it. 
Uh, Alo said his daughter won the pick and pull at his office, and he sent a picture with a little pile of money. He says she gets the NFL. <laughs> She's better at betting than he is. <laughs> uh, that's for sure. So big fantasy week for you and me, Jake. You're going to beat me. What? I already had two players going last night. I had the Rams defense and uh, uh, Myers, the, the Seattle kicker, and um, they did okay. So you're saying that this thing is pretty over. much over, unless you know your team stinks it up like usual. <laughs> uh, okay. Sure. I don't want to be your first win, man. That's going to be so embarrassing. Yeah, I had Higby last night do that thing. Go get that tutty for me. My team is stacked, bro. I don't know what you're... I mean, look look at this team. That record's not stacked. No. Oh, shut up. Um, Shut up. Just shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Remember that one? Uh, No. Did I, I make don't. that up? I uh, think you made it up. Oh. Okay. Uh, Yeah, I got that squad, though. Herbert, Kamara, Edward Tiller, Julio Jones, Godwin, Higby. Who's Mitchell? Who, I don't even know who some of your guys are in this line. Oh, Elijah Mitchell. He's the 49ers running back. Oh, is he? You know, now that uh, <laughs> what's-his-face is out for the season. Who the fuck is that guy? Um, yeah. Who the f- is that guy? You're still projected to beat me. Of course I am, because I'm the GOAT. You're only 2-2. Two and two. <laughs> <laughs> You keep confusing me. I'm like, damn, Jake's team is so good. He's 4-0. No, the Dak Knight's just 2-2. Two and two. Okay. Yeah, right. Forget about the Dak Knight. We got a couple texts. We got one from Noit. He says, <laughs> Rodgers was praising Tomlin and the Steelers last week, so the rumors are now Aaron to Pitt. I was kind of hearing that. Uh, our guy Zay says uh, he needs a tight end. It's his birthday. It's his birthday. Yay. Hey, lady. Um, He needs a tight end, huh? Who do I got? Obviously, you got Higby. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I just said that six times. Like, oh, yeah, he's the only tight end I got. I don't keep a lot of tight ends in the roster. You only have one tight end? Yeah. They're for losers. What? Yeah. <laughs> don't worry. I'm going to pick up Albert O. I don't want to lose to you, Jake. I'm your elder. We'll get ready. Because you're about to get <laughs> smacked up. Okay. Um, did you watch any baseball last night, Ray? I did not. I was watching Thursday Night Football. Um, there were, I, I couldn't flip it back and forth. You know, I had to watch the football game. So Yeah. Okay, let's talk about football first then. What you think of that? It was interesting. Um, what about it? You know, all the injuries for, uh, you know, Stafford messed up his finger as well. Uh, Russell Wilson with the with the injury mm-hmm. to his middle finger when he threw the ball, hit it on Aaron Donald's forearm. Uh, the double punt, that was interesting. Yeah, that was weird. Uh, it got blocked, and then he just, he's, he's thinking about running it. And he just kicked and it. And he's just like, you know what, screw this, I'm going to punt it again. Yeah. Uh, and it, That wasn't a bad play. No. No, it was it was actually a heads up play. You know, uh-huh, get it, yeah. get it down the field. So yeah, um, <laughs> it was an interesting game. Turned out, you know how we thought it would. The uh, the Rams with the victory. Um, yeah, uh, it was a, the a slow done? starter. 
Seahawks are done. I think they get too far buried with Russell Wilson's injury here. Yeah, there's this no is, way. It's a tough injury. If he had what I had, there's no going back from him. You can't really play on it. And Geno Smith, and you'll, they'll he's take awful. It up. He might go. He might go. But this is going to cause him you know, some accuracy and some issues. I'm sure he, he will try his best to get on the field. I bet he plays, but I'm just telling you it's not going to be easy. Yeah. If they have to go to Geno Smith, they're in for a long season. I didn't know Geno Smith was a Seahawk. Who knew? Not me. Um, the Rams are good. The Rams are really good. And Matt Stafford is not there to throw 300 yards and three touchdowns every game. He will do that, but he's there at the end of the season once the playoffs get there to lead them to a world title. So guide these guys, go in 12 games, set yourself up, stay healthy, and go win a Super Bowl with Matt Stafford. That's the goal. Matt Stafford's not there to throw 40 touchdowns or 35 touchdowns, maybe even 30. Probably doesn't maybe throw 30. But he's going to throw 27 against the six or seven picks. He's going to play real, real big boy football. Damn, if we had Matt Stafford, holy cow. I mean, there's no – not that wasn't like – I uh, still can't believe the Broncos – didn't hire Kyle Shanahan. I'm like, what are you talking about? That was never the situation. That was never the case. That was never in the cards. He, I mean, Mike, uh, Kyle Shanahan is running the 49ers. He hired John Lynch, the general manager. You think he was going to come here and work for Elway? Why always doing all the grocery shopping, picking all the players? Yeah, right. Hell no. He got the, like, the, offered the keys to the, to everything in San Francisco. That's what happened. It was a courtesy at these two teams, you know, that Kyle and the Broncos kind of even meh, you know? So I don't know who said that the other day. One dude, it was like a blog dude. He's got a blue check mark. I was just like, bro, stupid. What were we talking about before that, though? Uh, Stafford. Yeah, Stafford. Like that trade was, you know, just a, a shot in the dark. There was no way no, he was going Detroit to the best was going to. He was going to the most ready-made team to win a Super Bowl. You know, and that's the Rams or the Broncos. Not close. No doubt. Where else could he have went and put it over the top? Miami would have Pittsburgh. been interesting with him. Pittsburgh, nah, I mean, that wasn't a reality. They weren't really in the, well, could they have been in the Matt Stafford market? Do you know that would have been savvy on their part? I think they could have been. That would have been savvy on their part. Like, ooh, Big Ben's looking well, awful. Well, Big Ben could have went to the Lions. <laughs> I mean, you know, for real. Why not? I mean, the Steelers never really show any loyalty to their guys anyway. Nah, but everybody knows that's how they operate. It's not, it ain't show friends. It's, it's show, show business. business. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's that's why it wouldn't surprise me if they, they pulled off a move like that. I think Miami, like you said, uh, would be a good, a good destination. Uh -huh. The Colts, I mean, having a guy like Stafford on the Colts with that defense, it would be uh, a lot like the Rams. Yeah. You're right. Okay. Um, we'll got some guests we'll do. Give me an NFL game real quick of this weekend slate. Other than the Broncos that maybe you got some interest. Oh, in. yeah. There's, there's, there's the biggest game of the week. Bill's Chiefs. Sunday Night Football. Who wins that? On three. One. One. Two. Wait, where's it at? KC. On three. One, two, three. Bills. Bills. Nice. Nice. 
There's another game, uh, 49ers-Cardinals. Okay. Um, Cardinals at well, home. Niners might get them. Really? Yeah. I don't think so. You want to bet? I do. What do you got? I got McMuffins back here. <laughs> okay. Let's do McMuffin on that one. I got the Cardinals. Let me see here. Cardinals favored by five points. You got to cover four and a half. What? Yeah, yeah. What do you think this is? Straight up. What are these? Are Hooters girls picking games? Pay him. Pay, Pay that, that man, man his money. money. I'll take Niners plus four and a half. I'm got a rookie quarterback, bro. Give me that all day. Fine. Sweet. You're mine. Yes. Plus 172 on the money line. I'm dipping. A dip, baby, dip. You're playing a risky game that I would never do. I also like to live dangerously. Okay. Go to break. Come back. FanDuel it. College football action. Chris Nash hit him up. He was great last week. He loved uh, BC. BC almost pulled off upset of the year. Well, actually, no. They already got upset like three times. But you get the point. We'll see if he's ready to go as well. 303-831-1340. Danny Williams. Jake Meyer. Smiley Sports. The Smile High Morning Show with Danny Williams. Weekday mornings at 9. Brand Ferdinand. Oh, it's the Killers. Oh, it's Modest Mouse. Let's go. Same thing. Uh, 303-831-1340, the hotline and the go fast energy drink text line. Thanks for being with us, my brothers. Um, a lot of stuff to talk about. Uh, Chris Nash cannot come on with us, but he has some picks. You want to pull up? Uh, the college football weekend for us, Jake. Yes, sir. Uh, he likes Bama every week. <laughs> of course. Um, Iowa at home, minus one and a half. Uh, BYU, minus six. Uh, home against Boise State, I think. Uh, the under of... Oh, he likes Ohio State to cover 21 at home against Maryland. They are rolling. Maryland was a disaster last week. Um, he likes the over in tonight's Arizona State and Stanford affair. What do you think about that? I do like the over for Arizona State and Stanford. You know, Pac-12, there's usually a lot of uh, scoring, and it's only 52.5, a little bit of low number. One of the isms, you know, is late night, Friday night game. Over. Take the... Over. It's only 52 and a half. I like that number a lot. 52 or 52. Yeah, I like that number a lot. I'm going to do something with that. Ohio State, after their loss to Oregon, has really ramped up their play. Um, So I like that. The quarterback is young. Yeah. I mean, he's a, I think he's a true freshman. Um, And covering 21 against Maryland, I think is very doable. So I like that one too. Uh, We got Temple Cincinnati tonight too. Cincinnati is. Get uh, goes scores like fifty points tonight against Temple. Those big spreads, 
I'm a little weary of. Eh, Temple sucks, and Cincinnati's on a mission. Cincinnati is really good this year. Cincinnati's on a real mission. They're on the real deal. They were snubbed last year for the college football playoff. They, um, I'm putting something together. He said Temple screwed me last week. No, no, no. He said no, no, no. Um, well, who play, Temple played last week, though? Let me see. Cincinnati's good. Let me see. Temple beat Memphis. 34-31. Yeah, but Memphis stinks. They, Memphis was supposed to win that game, I think. Well, yeah. I think they were like double-digit favorites. Okay, here we go. Actually, not sure. Temple got hammered by Rutgers 61-14 in their opener. Temple beat Akron 45 to 24. They're like a nah. the zips. Yeah. Um Boston College hammered Temple 28 to 3. Temple beat Wagner 41 to 7 and they upset Memphis 34. Memphis was minus 11 and a half last week. Double and they digit. beat them outright. I don't uh but Cincinnati's top 10 in the nation, top 5 in the nation. They should be able to cover a 30-and-a-half-point spread if they truly are worthy. I guess the fear is even if they score 50, does Temple get to 21, <laughs> you know? But I don't know. I think, I don't know. Chris doesn't like it, and he's scaring me away from it, but also he got burned by them bad last week. Did got he? A, he got his ass waxed by Temple last week. Yeah, but that's betting against Temple. We're doing that again. What if I take the 30 and a half? Oh, oh. Are you thinking about it? I'm thinking about it. But Damn. You're, da <sighs> you're dangerous, bro. <laughs> you're dangerous. Like giving away 30 points is <laughs> easy. Easy work. All work is light work. Uh, what else for the college football weekend? I'm looking at um the Red River rivalry. The shootout. Texas, Texas, Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Okay. Oklahoma's favored by three and a half. It's a big game. These rivalries are tough to bet. I kind of don't. I, I should stay away from them. Michigan State, I think, hammers Rutgers. Let's see here. Does that an over on the Oklahoma-Texas game? 64 and a half. I think it might be an over. It usually isn't over. Oh, uh, Nash likes the under on that game. Oh, interesting. Okay. I'm going to go back to the Cincinnati game, have a look. 54 and a half points. Okay. I like the over. I like the over on that we as well. I think we just said, what if they, if they score 50 and Temple scores 20? Well, that equals 70 in my mind, Jake. That's a smash of the over. Is that our is that our play? I think that's the best bet. That's the play. Can you um alternate spread that thing down a little bit? I don't think you can for college. I don't think so either. Wait, Cincinnati total points over under 41 and a half. Is that just Cincinnati's yeah. points? Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. There's some juice there. Eh. Might as well just take the over. Really? 
<laughs> okay. Yeah, you're kind of right, I guess. There's not enough juice in there for me. It's not juicy enough for you? Not at all. Nash said just take two overs tonight and just watch college football. Take the Cincinnati over or Cincinnati Temple over and the Arizona State Stanford over as well. I mean, those are two kind of low numbers, especially considering uh, the the teams playing. I mean, Temple and Memphis scored 65 or 70 combined points almost, didn't they? 60 points. 34-31. That's 65 points. Uh, the over is a smash now. The over on Temple Cincinnati tonight's a smash hit. I just think it's going to be difficult for Temple to score points. I think they score 10 points or 13 points, but I think Cincinnati scores 50 points. 50 Yeah, if Rutgers could put 61 on Temple, Cincinnati's going to put 70 on them. I agree. Good point. Circle gets a square. Okay, uh, tomorrow. Um, Michigan State minus four and a half on the road at Rutgers. I love that one. You like Michigan State there? Michigan State's been... Uh, I'm not going to get They trapped. turned it around a little bit. I mean, they're having a great season. Mel Tucker's got those boys playing right. They're having a great season, but Mer Rutgers is one of my don't bet ems like m the Cuse and Kentucky and it's all the Kentucky beat Florida last week, right? Yeah. So the 20 and a half Mer uh, Ohio State has to give up. I think I'd be comfortable doing that. Maryland's not a good team right now. And that was a make or break this last weekend, and they went down in flames. Tua Jr. had like five picks in that game. It is a Big Ten matchup, though. Yeah, Ohio State's rolling right now. It feels like they got it going bossa nova right now. I really love Georgia, 14.5 over Auburn. Georgia is rolling teams right now. Nobody Auburn's back into the top 15. <laughs> Georgia's going to dominate. Yeah, they're not bad. Georgia just played Arkansas, who is what? Ranked number eight. I'm with you. I love it. I'm in. <laughs> totally. That didn't take much. Yeah. I'm in. I think Arkansas could bounce back and beat Ole Miss. And I get five points with Arkansas. Really? Yeah. Both teams lost last week. You know, they were. Their three wins, Ole Misses, were poop wins. Like Rice was in there. Um, I thought Ole Miss was was looking good this year. Oh, I mean, they're until the they, hype until they ran into Bama. It's the hype from uh, Lane Kiffin, and um, you know they have a couple wins. Everyone gets excited. I think North Carolina is overrated this season, um, and Florida State's getting seventeen and a half points. Ew. I don't know how I, I feel know, about that one. Florida State sucks. But North Carolina is overrated as well, so yeah, that, one, that was a tough North one. Carolina, what they've done this season, I got to have a closer look at that. Um, how about San Jose State at Colorado State? Mm. I don't like betting Mountain West; it's a little unpredictable. Well, not in this other fashion, though. Um, what about? I bet that's a late night game. Let me see. Yeah. Um, San Diego State, who's really good, having to give up 19 and a half uh, at home, but to New Mexico, who's a poop team. That's one of might be one of my top five bets of the what's, week. What's the line on that? 
Um, San Diego State, who's good, has to give up 19 and a half points to New Mexico. I mean, they win, you know, 40 to 10, 45 to 13, I think, something like that. Hammer time. Yeah, San Diego State's stacked usually. And New Mexico is the Lobos, right? Yeah. Yeah, they, they're a poop show. Okay, let's see here. Anything else you see you like? Michigan only has to cover two and a half points at Nebraska? What? Isn't Michigan like really good right now? Michigan's dominating. That's why there's not a lot of juice on it. It's at a minus 130, uh, even though you're giving up the points. But Hmm. you you put that in your parlay. uh, Damn. Then it'll it'll beef it up. I'm taking Michigan. I see a lot of games I like. Easy work. All work is light work. For real. Bama, do you think they covered 17 and a half over Texas A&M? Oh, yes. <laughs> you don't put them in your parlay. You're doing something wrong. You kidding me? That's the backbone for any successful college football afternoon is having Bama cover, and they're going to do it seven out of ten games. What, uh, Noit likes Wyoming plus six at Air Force, but that's a uh, that's a heart bet. I know, uh, I know he likes no, those Cowboys. No. Actually, Wyoming's playing some pretty good ball. I'd have to see the history between the two of late, those two schools. Um, where's that game at? Um, It's at Air Force. I'd like to take JJ, but we got flag or something going. Okay, uh, is that it? There's a lot of games we like. Lots of games, lots of what opportunities. and 6 Connecticut at 0-6 Massachusetts? I'm not going to touch it. <laughs> Don't you take the team to get the points, the two and a half points? You take it with, get with... Yeah, but then there's that hook, you know, the two and a half. Like, you get two and a half at home, though, with mass. Even if you lose by a field goal, oh. just a field goal, yeah, you still lose like, your bet. I, I, I hate betting two and a half. Get your ass is waxed. Especially with the, when you're getting two and a half, that's almost like getting nothing. Is Auburn good enough to hang around with Georgia? Nope. Georgia's that good. Georgia is heads and shoulders above, not the rest of the SEC, but the rest of, uh, you know, outside of Bama. Georgia and Alabama are the only two real special teams in college football right now. Yeah. Those two teams are Nash light years dogs ahead. all day. Dogs all day. Dogs That's what I'm talking day. about. Let's go to break. 303-831-1340. Hotline. Go fast. Energy drink. Text line. We will come back with the guests. Catch in on some stuff here. Turn the page at the 10 o'clock. And get into the Broncos and the Steelers. Predict these games. Start this football weekend off right. Oh, it's the Killers. It's my friends for the man. Yeah. Danny Williams and Jake Meyer on a football Friday. 98.1 FM. Smile High Morning Show with Miley Sports. Process of elimination. This would have to be the killers. This era of music's kind of dead. Like the way this sounds? Yeah, I mean, you don't really hear much of this anymore. 
I mean, like, things come and go. Remember the strokes? I do. Yeah. They had, like, a sound for a minute, and, like, no one kind of sounded like them. The bandits sounded like them. Bands sounded like them, and then the music, you know, faded away. Evolved. Yeah, okay, evolved. There you go. Okay. Um, let's look at the NFL outside of the Broncos for this weekend. Okay, you ready to do that? Is that okay with you? Yes, sir. Okay, and I'm looking at um, the Eagles and the Panthers, undefeated Panthers. I'm sure they lost last week. Yeah, three and one. They lost to the Cowboys. I forgot about that. I got hammered by the. Are they gonna Eagles gonna upset special? It's in Carolina, right? No, it, yeah, it is in Carolina. Yeah. Uh, I I think they have an opportunity. That a coin flip. They can. It's just that Eagles plus three sounds like pretty good, though. I think Panthers come back down to earth. Panthers definitely come back down to really earth. Good, like but they just traded for Stephon Gilmore, who's probably not going to play in this game Why? yet. Really? I think he's still on the PUP list, the physically unable to perform list. Ah. So I think he's eligible to return week six. So next week, I think, is his first uh, availability. But uh, I think the Eagles need this win. The the Panthers, I you think, totally need it back. Um, they they're going to be still riding high a little bit, but you know they got humbled last week, so they might you know get back to the basics a little bit. Sam Darnold at home is looking really really good. Saints, uh, hosting. I'm oh, sorry, at the Washington Football Team. It's an interesting game. Both two and two teams. Washington at home. That's why they're getting the points. I'd say give me Washington at home. Damn. Did I just say that? Give me Washington. Hineke's a good player. He's looking good this year. He's fi- I mean, he's just, you know, he's unsung. He's from the XFL or C- where? where's he from? XFL. Yeah. XFL. I mean, Hineke's been balling out. And... He's been doing great for them. He starting from last year. You know they run the ball pretty down. good. You know Terry, scary Terry, scary Terry is is something special. He is. I'm I'm gonna take Washington as well. I like uh, Camara and, and and that's about it on the Saints. Do Titans blow out the Jaguars? Who are, had a lot of drama off the field this week? I think they do. I they hammer the Jaguars, but. Especially with the Titans losing last week to the Jets, they're not going to overlook any team after that. They're going to take every game serious. I lost everything on the Titans last week. Do I go dip back into the Titans and try to have them? They bounce back. Mark my words. Wow, I'm marking your words. Four and a half. Wait, what is it? Four and a half? Yeah, yeah. Titans demolish. That's, a lock. That's your stone. That cold. is my lock of the week. I said that about the Titans last week too. But <laughs> this week, it's a sure thing. Because they lost last week to the Green Jets. Green Bay minus three at Cincinnati. Minus three at Cincinnati. I like the Packers. Did the Bengals win last week? Yeah, they did. Who'd they beat? They're three and one then. They're three and one. They beat uh, the Jags. No. Yeah, they beat the Jags on Thursday night. That's right. Nice, man. So a few extra days to prepare, right? A little bit of extra time, yeah. The Packers kind of had a, a easy victory against the Steelers last week. 
kind of coasted to that so victory. Green Bay should hammer the Bengals, right? They should. But because the Bengals are living a bit of a lie, no? A little bit. They I think they're outperforming what their roster really is. That's Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow is is got these boys playing very well. That defense, that pass rush is looking good again. You know what, New England, they're minus eight and a half uh, at the Texans. You know what they do to young quarterbacks. Is David Mills playing quarterback again for this team this week? Probably. Don't they win by 20 points then? 20? Yeah. They cover. They cover that big spread. In a bounce-back victory... You know, Mac Jones looked awful last week, so I think he's going to be much more prepared. And and Davis Mills. What about Tyrod or Tyrod? Tyrod, I think he's out. But if he's playing, then Patriots don't cover that big number. But I'm sure once we hear the news that that Taylor is going to play, the spread is going to change immediately. Let's see here. Bears, Raiders. Bears, Raiders? Vegas. It's in Vegas, and the Bears are getting a five and a half. Oh, give me the five and a half points, please. That's in a gritty gutty. Let's go to break. 303-831-1340. Hotline, go fast. Energy drink, text line. Get back into the Broncos on the other side. I um, want to mention Deontay Wilder and the Gypsy King, Tyson Fury. I want to say Tommy Fury. He's been in the news more with the Jake Paul stuff. But you got an opportunity to bet either one of these guys this week, whether you think Fury um, beats up Wilder again or Wilder comes back. And, um, you know, geez, takes everything. His name was in the mud. He was his career was kind of buried after one loss. The guy who was unbeaten and had a really incredible career. It's going down Saturday night, tomorrow night. FanDuel Sportsbook is giving new customers exclusive 30 to 1 odds on either fighter to win the fight. A $5 bet at 30 to 1 odds turns into $150 for you uh, when you just pick the winner of that bout. So this is not like. Bet $1,000 of your money. This is bet $10. You got to deposit. It's a $10 uh, first deposit required. And you bet 5 bucks, turn it into 150 bucks. All of a sudden, you're rolling there. Uh, and you're all set up for your um, NFL weekend. So that's why they're America's number one sports book. Okay? Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. Sign up with promo code MHS to get in on the action. Promo code MHS. 21 and older. Present in Colorado. New users only. $10 first deposit required. Must wager in designated offer market. Max bonus $150. Restrictions apply. See full terms at sportsbook.fandle.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Tommy, let's go to break. Jake, come back on the other side. It's Danny Williams, Jake Myers, Molly Sports. Mm-hmm. 